What's up, y'all? This is JLP. I'm so excited for tonight's episode and welcome to the month of September. I'm so excited about this month. I've just been praying for you, praying for myself, because indeed I am in expectation to see God move in such miraculous ways in our lives. I truly believe he is faithful. I know many of you, you have been staying in the faith. You have also have remained in prayer and God has taken a note of that. And speaking of which, I would really encourage you as well to go ahead and check out Brother Luger by Nat's YouTube channel. I was able to have the honor and the privilege to preach on his platform recently. And in that message that I preached, I shared some of the things that the Holy Spirit began to highlight to me that would begin to occur for the month of September, which I believe would be a great encouragement to you. And I also just encourage you to pray into uh, the points that we shared and even ask Holy Spirit himself as well to reveal to you what it is that he is planning to do in your life, in your family's life, and what he is planning to do in this season. And without further ado, y'all, I just want to go ahead and um, get straight to the episode. This episode, honestly, you probably had a little bit of a taste of it in last week's episode. And so it's going to be similar in a way, (laughs) but we're going to be focusing on, um, again, we're just going to be focusing on the topic of relationship, Um, but we're going to be focusing on singlehood and marriage, right? And so last week's episode, we know we were focusing on encouraging you to understand that even if you get rejected, don't view rejection in the way that we view it in the world or the way that people in the world review uh, rejection or see it. Um, But instead, see rejection as God redirecting you to whomever he has for you, especially those of you who are, again, desiring to be in um, a God-ordained relationship those of you who desire to be married. And one of the things that I highly noted in last week's episode is that um, you can't be rejected. Although someone may say no to you, although, for example, a job offer or someone um, who you went to do an interview with says no to you for that position, guess what? That does not take away your worth. That does not take away your value. And so in other words, your value cannot be rejected. Amen. And so that helps us to not feel defeated when facing rejection, but that just helps us to have this maturity and this confidence to know that was never God's will for us to begin with. Amen. And so on tonight's episode, I want to show you now um, the purpose of singlehood and marriage, like the preparation that it gives us as believers. Amen. And so, yes, last week's um, episode was titled Marriage Is, and we began to just really show you um, what marriage is based on a biblical point of view. But tonight, I want to show you the relation that marriage and singlehood have and that the both of them prepares us, whether you are single or married, for one type of uh, uh, lifestyle um, in the future and the future that i'm speaking of i'm not speaking of a future in this world but i'm speaking concerning eternity i'm speaking of our future um, with god and with god's people and the meditative scripture for tonight y'all is coming from john chapter 17 verse 21 i'm just going to be highlighting that particular verse but i recommend you to go ahead and read the entire chapter of john 17 and basically john 17 is a continuation of the uh, conversation that Jesus was having in John 16. You see, Jesus began to reveal to the d- disciples 
what he was going to in fact suffer but however the eyes of their understanding was still not opening up to what it is that jesus was addressing to them and so therefore in john 17 jesus begins to pray um, for the disciples he begins to pray that god uh, would unite them together and would keep them because he knew that his hour was short on this earth because he knew he had to again uh, face the cross in order to die in our place and then later on to be glorified and so I want to go ahead and share this with you all. Again, marriage and singlehood prepares us for our future and eternity. But in, 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 in what aspect am I referring to? You know, um, we get it that when, we, when we're in eternity, we are now perfect. Um, we have a resurrected body. So God has... Uh, glorified our bodies he has made our incorruptible earthly bodies to become now um, excuse me he has made our corruptible earthly bodies become incorruptible and so we know that but some of the things that we don't necessarily um, take time to really reflect on is this and that is you see for example when we are single right we are pretty much alone when it comes to um the way that we do life i'm not saying that we don't have relationships in our life but i'm just saying that we are not coupled up or partnered up with someone to do life closely with in an intimate way in every way right not just like in a friendship type of way but romantically right spiritually emotionally even sexually so when you see a wife and a husband are together they have the full experience with that one individual um what we just uh, stated um previously and so pretty much y'all what makes heaven right so what makes heaven besides god's glory of course in the absence of darkness sin and death is that heaven is a place which values and is focused on fellowship with god and others and therefore when it comes to even singlehood and marriage the both of of them right both seasons are in fact preparing us to have communal relationship with the people of god and so heaven the lifestyle in heaven is a communal lifestyle. It's not a lifestyle um, of singlehood, and neither is it a lifestyle that a husband and wife have in marriage. But in fact, this is a lifestyle that we have with every believer in Christ. Wow. And so basically, when we are in heaven, we are being united with God and each other. It's not like the world where, like for example, many places in many places, people, you know, consider themselves independent or people are disinterested in the livelihood of others being somewhat their concern and only like their responsibility, but not their own responsibility. No, but in heaven, though, however, it is a place where selfishness and solo living are unheard of. I'm going to say this again. In heaven, it is a place where selfishness and solo living are unheard of. Now, think of it this way. I know I just said that it's not going to be like marriage when it, when it comes to the relationship that a husband and wife has on earth. But however, you could put it this way, though. It is like marriage 2.0 without the intimacy between a husband and wife. It is like marriage 2.0 with it just being all of God's people. Of, of course, those of us who bear the name of Jesus, we are unified 
together. So in reality, whether you are a Christian who remains single or gets married on earth, regardless of the season you find yourself in, both season, they themselves are preparing you for eternal communal living in heaven. When I say communal again, I'm talking about like living in community and living in that community eternally. It is not just for a season or two, but this is just the reality for us as believers for an entire eternity. So it's ongoing. It will never stop. Wow. Now, heaven in scripture, like heaven in the Bible, y'all, um, at times it's not just referring to heaven and not including earth, but at times in the Bible, heaven in the scripture is as well including the new heaven and the new earth so sometimes it is used as a plural form to talk about the new heaven and the new earth amen and so for example we know that heaven is a place where again um, there's no sin there's no death there's no evil there's no darkness and we know that the new heaven the new earth that the bible refers to it's going to come after God finishes judging, um, you know, the evil powers that be and as well as those who refuse to accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior of their lives. And so now if that is the case, y'all, I want you to recognize this. I want you to be aware of this then that no matter if you are single or married, you should not be. For example, placing your value in your status, like your marital status, because at the end of the day, both of these aspects of life, whether you're single, whether you're a married uh, person, guess what? Both seasons are in fact, again, preparing us to be equal, preparing us to be unified to other believers in God. And so if that is the case, a single has no business to be boasting in the fact that they are single and thinking because they are single and independent, they can just do whatever they want. And that makes them seem as if they're superior in comparison to a married person and vice versa. A married person should have no business thinking, in fact, because they are a married person, it seems to be like they're more superior than the person who is single because in, 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 in regards to this context that I'm speaking of, we are all going to be the same in value. We're going to have the same equality in heaven. <laughs> We're going to have the same equality in heaven. And so that is good news. That shows you indeed, if indeed it is God's will for you to remain single for forever on the earth, though we know our lifetime on the earth is not forever, we know again, we have eternity to behold. And so if it is God's will for you to remain single and to remain single until Jesus come, guess what? That is beautiful. If you are now single, but yet God still has a purpose for you to be married and you do know that he has given you the desire for marriage and you end up getting married, that is also beautiful. But we have to be wise, whether we are single or married, to understand that doesn't make us better than the group that is either unmarried or is married. I hope that you guys catching what it is that I'm saying here. And so I understand biblically, you know, for example, in the book of Ecclesiastes, it says, for example, two are better than one, right? 
But that particular scripture is not to say if you're married, you're better than a single person. It is not to say if you are a single person that you're better than a married person, which I already kind of addressed earlier. Um, but it is saying if you are married, you are able to accomplish double of what a single person is capable of doing on their own. So, for example, this speaks volume because it even shows you, even as a single, the capacity God has given you to do. Just one person, y'all, is able to do a great work on the earth that can change millions of lives. Amen. And so it is not diminishing the value uh, of, of the work that one person can do, but it's just noting that, in fact, when um, a person can be partnered with another individual, they're able to do the double the work that one person did. And that work that a single person does at times is, again, is very extraordinary. Look at the life of Paul. Look at the life of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. He was single. Of course, we know that Jesus would have never gotten married because, again, he is God. He is not in need of marriage um, in any way because the Bible lets us know he is married to us, his bride, the church. Amen. But I just wanted to show you that even when it comes to people like the Apostle Paul, they were able to do such great things and they were themselves single. Paul was a single man. Amen. Hallelujah. And so I wanted to really go ahead and address this on tonight's episode uh, because I feel that at times we don't necessarily hear that much in the Christian community and also in the church of people valuing singlehood and marriage equally right it always as if it seems like one is always being outweighed than the other it always seems as if some people are in favor of marriage more than singlehood now i'm not saying that if again you are single and you desire marriage for you to never be married but i'm just saying that um both in the both of them in themselves they are beautiful both of them in themselves they are doing the same work and that is to prepare the body of Christ to be unified as one. As Jesus said in John um, chapter 17, verse 9, and I'm going to go ahead and close the episode with that, um, to really allow you to grasp what it is um, that I'm addressing to you tonight. And so this is what Jesus says in John 17, uh, chapter 21. He says that all of them may be one, Father, just as you are in me and I am in you, may they also be in us, so that the world may believe that you have sent me. I'm going to say this again. That all of them may be one. Father, just as you are in me and I am in you, may they also be in us so that the world may believe that you have sent uh, me. And so I remembered, um, excuse me, I remembered um, previously I had addressed or I had shared a similar verse and that was coming from John 15 verses 4 to 5 and this was Jesus saying for us to remain in him right as he is in us and I was just really showing how when it comes to the relationship that a man and a woman have a husband and wife have it has to in fact be in that manner in order for it to you know last the test of time I feel often people consider themselves falling out of love because over time they just became disinterested with each other they just became irritated uh, by each other and the reason why they became irritated by each other is because they didn't necessarily value um you know the, the strengths and the likes of the other person right they didn't necessarily um 
put forward more support and effort to help um, their partner accomplish certain dreams and as well as accomplish the purpose of God in their lives. And so they weren't really mutual in the giving and the um, supporting, right? Um, their partner to be the best version of themselves in a godly way. Amen. And so what Jesus is saying here is very similar to what he addressed in John 15, verse 4 to 5. But it, you know, here he even went deeper. So Jesus is not just saying now for us as believers to remain in him, but he is also showing to us that the end goal is that God wants us to be in him and he in us, but he also wants us to be in each other. And so this is why when it comes to singlehood and marriage, they're both are preparing every believer to be one, to be one with Christ and God the Father and to be one with each other. And so this is why indeed both again is trying to prepare us to make sure that we will be able to be unified in every way um, as believers. And this union, again, is like marriage 2.0. It's not you being unified by one other person and it's just you. It's not like a husband and wife and it's them two. But you are going to be unified by the entire family. Excuse me, not by the entire family of God, but you're going to be unified with the entire family of God. And we all are going to be as one. And that is going to be the lifestyle, the communal lifestyle that God wants us to have for all eternity. Wow. My goodness. My goodness. And so to close this episode, y'all, I just want to strongly encourage you. Um, I just want to strongly encourage you, whether you're single or married or whether you know that, you know, your desire is to remain single or to be married one day, that our focus should always be what Jesus said here to encourage us in John 17 verse 21. Our focus to un is to understand that even marriage and singlehood, they have one goal in mind, and that is to make sure that they both reminding us that that one goal is for us to be unified in Christ and God the Father and to be unified with one another because indeed that is our eternal future and destiny in heaven. And so I pray that you guys were encouraged by this episode. If this is something that you never um, really heard of before or maybe this is something new or if you found it interesting, if you find found it enlightening, if you find it to just truly open up your perspective to see marriage and singlehood um, greater than the way that society portrays them to be, I strongly recommend you to go ahead and just re-listen re to this podcast episode. Take certain uh, notes um, to whatever it is that I addressed that you really connected with. And also make sure you read the entire chapter of John 17, but make sure that you meditate specifically on John uh, chapter 17 verse 21 which I went ahead and shared on tonight's episode. Thank you y'all so much for viewing and listening to each episode that we have produced this summer. Although today is September 2nd and yes it's the beginning of fall um, based on you know based on meteorology right um, but however it's not technically summer yet until maybe like September <laughs> 21st or 22nd so we still have a couple episodes to really share with you in regards to the topics that we have been discussing so far and by the way if you guys have any topics whether it be on relationships again dating 
anything that you just want some clarity on concerning these matters, please go ahead and send us an email. You can send me the email at j jlpnetworks um, at gmail.com. Again, j-l-p-n-e-t-w-o-r-k-s-1 at gmail.com. This was your sister in Christ, JLP. And remember, y'all, all things are possible with Christ Jesus. Until next time, peace out. Take care.